Welcome to episode one of the All Systems Golf Podcast. My name's Dan Marvosh. I'm a PGA professional with my partner, Ryan Turner. And in this first episode, we're just going to talk a little bit about our background and specifically what All Systems Golf is all about. You know, so we truly believe that golf is for the individual and we don't have a certain method that we subscribe to. Uh, each person is going to be very different than the next, whether that's their background, their lifestyle. And in this episode, we're going to kind of talk a little bit more in depth about uh, why we decided to put together All Systems Golf. So hope you guys enjoy it. What's going on, Ryan? I'm just ready to talk some golf. Nice. So, hey, guys, we wanted to put together our first podcast just to kind of let you know who we are, why we're doing what we're doing, what all systems golf is all about, and uh, bringing you guys some unique guests, uh, professional golfers, um, fitness trainers. We're going to bring you some really cool perspectives and hopefully bring some value to your game. Yeah, definitely. We've got some cool stuff coming up. Uh, And since our first podcast, we kind of just want to let you guys know who we are, why we do what we do and uh, share our passion of golf and try to help everyone out. Yeah, definitely. And I think, I mean, we can't start without talking about what our philosophy is and and kind of why we're doing what we're doing. And, you know, Ryan and I truly believe that golf is such an individual thing. And when we talk golf instruction specifically, it's important to understand that, you know, reading magazines – watching videos on YouTube with golf tips, all of those things that are out there are are great tools, but those don't always fit what's wrong with your game or why you haven't been able to improve. Yeah, definitely. Uh, And kind of comes back to our, our name itself, all systems golf, because we don't believe there's one system for everyone out there. And uh, we've been through a lot of those different methods and systems and realized that through the process that everyone's unique, everyone's bodies are different. And really, you have to be able to match up the player and not just stick stick them in one method and say, figure it out. Yeah, that that's an awesome way to put it. And I think the word matched up has been thrown around a lot. And, you know, certainly we'll get into the technical pieces of matching up a swing when you talk about club path and club face relationships and uh, some of the other technical terms that are thrown around. But what we focus on is not just matching up your golf swing. We're talking about matching up who you are as an individual. So what your background is, your athletic uh, background or not, what you do for a living, how much time you have. All of these things are going to be important for us to understand you. And, of course, on our website, we have a questionnaire that's extensive to kind of find out a little bit about our clients before we work with them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, All that's very important to help put together a practice plan. And then we also do, uh, we're both TPI certified, so we do testing to see how your body moves and where you have might have mobility issues or stability issues. And then we actually are partnered with some experts that we can send you to and get you going on the right path. And we'll have some cool guests uh, as well coming up in in some different podcasts that will explain more about that. Yeah, definitely. Very excited to share those professionals and, You know, we feel really good about what we do um, as either PGA professionals or TPI certified experts. And, you know, we'll kind of share with you guys a little bit of our background in the industry. Um, But I think what's important to realize is that we don't know 
everything, and a golf professional shouldn't feel like they have to know everything as well. And, um, you know, because of that, we're, we're not afraid to say, hey, let, let's go to somebody who's had 20, 25 years of experience and uh, in certain fields and let them be the ones that diagnose and treat, you know, um, certain ailments or, or, or uh, screening processes. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I guess we should probably hit on our experience a little bit. Don't you think, Dan? Go through uh, what we went through. And, yeah, and, no, uh, no doubt. And I, and I think that's kind of where we are today is, is that, you know, we're not just um, uh, people that just randomly picked up a golf club a month ago. Uh, Ryan and I actually were teammates in high school on the high school golf team. And we were also teammates at Ventura College, which was a local community school. Um, you know, we're, we played at a high level and our team got third in state one year. And, you know, but we, we've been through a number of different things. I think Ryan, you know, um, comes from a, a sort of a homemade move that hasn't really seen a ton of instruction that's, that's worked for him because he's such an individual case. You know, he does – he has a weaker grip than most people would teach. He has the club face quite wide open early in the backswing. And actually how he um, reroutes the club similar to a Furyk or a Ryan Moore, who coincidentally are some of the best consistent ball strikers that are out there. You know, But uh, Ryan, you want to share a little bit about the beliefs in, in your game and your journey? Yeah, so just to kind of to jump into uh, to my journey in golf, I grew up playing all different sports, played baseball, went to all-stars with that, played club hockey, uh, started playing golf a lot when I was about 12 or 13 and just became hooked. Started playing uh, local Ventura County Junior Golf and getting into tournaments and then joined the high school team where I met Dan and he was a year older than me and we had some good players on the team so it was good uh, competition and motivation to get better and better to, to you know keep up with those guys. And I just come from a background of being very competitive and doing whatever it takes to win. So when it came to having, you know, a perfect swing on video, that was never me. I was all about repeating or putting together a pattern that I could repeat under pressure. Mm-hmm. So when it came to hitting certain shots and having certain ball flights that matched what I was visualizing, that's what I was all about. So that was very important for me. Uh, to be on my path to becoming a good player because I started building a swing that might not, you know, be fundamentally correct, but I was winning a lot of tournaments and playing really good golf. And that taught me a lot about what's important, which, which are the most important aspects of your round of golf for scoring, because I didn't always have the best swing, but I would find other ways to get it done and really taught me, you know, that hundred yards and in is so important for hitting it close and making putts and that I can beat players with perfect swings, with great swings by being better than them in certain aspects, like thinking my way through the course, learning my, my pattern of my golf swing to control my misses and having a good short game. And uh, went on to play at Ventura College, then went on to play at University of Redlands. And uh, we had a great team that year I joined. I only played the one year because I transferred kind of late, but uh, we had Bobby Holden on our team, na- former national champion for D3, Kid could have played any D1 school and been a starter. I mean, so much talent. Sponsored by TaylorMade. I didn't even know you could be sponsored in college. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty awesome. Uh, And, you know, we played with some great players throughout high school, college. And uh, we've always 
had uh, had good competition to drive us, and I'm sure you can touch more on uh, on your journey because I know yours is very opposite of mine, Dan. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, and I think that's kind of what we bring, you know, as individuals to um, to all systems golf is that you know Ryan is learned what I now believe is the most important part, which is your score and, and how you uh, score is dependent on so many other factors other than having a good golf swing. And, you know, in short, I think my journey started when I was about 12 or 13, I started a little later than most guys uh, that were that my age group at the time. And it was just one of those things where I played a bunch of sports. I played volleyball, basketball, one year of football, um, my family was a very athletic family. They all played football in uh, high school and college, and uh, I never really grew. So <laughs> I was kind of stuck at five uh, nine, and everyone else was six two. So that didn't work for me um, to continue on in either basketball or football. But in order to hang out with the friends that I had uh, at the time, everyone was playing golf, and you know I think of three or four guys in particular that were sort of, um, you know, the guys that we, we played with, we ended up playing with on the high school team. But even before that, um, you know, I was friends with them in, in, in middle school. And if I wanted to hang out with them, they were always playing golf. So, um, it, it just turns out to be coincidence that two or three of them went on very quickly to become really good players in both high school. And, um, actually two of them were D one athletes, and then I met Ryan, of course, in high school uh, when we started to play on the team. I think I was uh, – I didn't make it my freshman year. And I was, like you, Ryan, very competitive in all the sports that I played. And it, it was kind of a letdown for me, even though I had only picked up the game less than a year, um, to not make the golf team my freshman year. It was, I was really not happy with that. And so I did what everyone else does. I started to look for help. So I went – and looked for some golf instruction, uh, found what at the time was, you know, one of the better instructors out there and, you know, began to work on my game. And then I think it's short. I started to get a lot better very quickly. And then by the next year made the golf team. I, I remember the golf coach not even remembering me from the year prior. Um, and I think that was a good thing because I wasn't very good the year before. And uh, then, yeah, I mean, we ended up having a great team junior uh sophomore junior and senior year i mean for me we we were right there at cif finals and and um competing for playoff spots and everything but i definitely went through more coaches than most people um i was really intrigued with why a guy like ryan could hit the ball way further than me or a lot of the good players on my team i didn't really understand how they could be the same size as me but they hit the ball so much more squarely and powerfully with less curvature. And I think that kind of spurned me on to uh, chase a little bit more about why things, um, why things work the way they do in the golf swing. Yeah. Good stuff. So that's all of our, our background history right there. There's some other stuff I think we didn't touch on. I want to bring up is, the methods that you went through, Dan, and also the amount of practice that went into all that compared to what I was doing, because we were both practicing a lot in high school. And mm-hmm. for me, I had a tough time because, you know, I snowboard, wakeboard, surf, 
hockey, I, you know, my body was beat up. So when I was sitting there putting for two hours straight, trying to get better at putting, my back couldn't take it. And I was, I was feeling it in tournaments. So I had to start to find ways to practice smarter right. in less time, which was the biggest breakthrough I ever had. That's when I really got better towards the end of high school was my junior and senior year when I started practicing more specific like for putting, for instance, start line drills, speed drills, rather than just two hours of, of putting thinking I'm going to get better. It was more specific drills that helped me that I could apply to to my rounds and do that before I go out and play in tournaments that really helped. But for the most part, I didn't practice for very long in high school, and I had a lot no. of success once, yep. once, once I figured that out. And a lot of those injuries and, and back problems, I'm sure, was because I don't have uh, – the proper golf swing, I guess we could say, <laughs> um, it, it takes a big toll on my back the way that I swing. And so that's something I've learned is, is how to build someone's golf swing where they're not going to hurt their back. And I know you've got a lot to talk about, so I'll let you jump into the methods you've gone through and the endless hours you put in. Yeah, I, th- I think it's it's funny how different we were in that respect because, you know, you were a guy that, could still play really high level golf and we kind of all looked at each other like I mean this guy doesn't really practice Uh, obviously you'd come to practice and everything but um I and and um even on my own I mean there's a lot of things going on in my life that allowed me to escape to the golf course and and to be honest I was obsessed with the idea of if I worked harder than the next guy that that would take care of itself well that's definitely something you look for in a good player and a great player is the work ethic I think is very important. Um, but I think your point about the way you practice is, is crucial. So for me, I definitely went through phases where I would work six, eight hours a day on the driving range, hitting four five, six buckets. And then I'd go to a tournament just expecting that my repetition would pay off. And the thing was, is, I mean, I definitely had some rounds for sure and some tournaments that I played really well in and, and you know, medaled and stuff like that. But as far as, like, what I know now and everything, it, I definitely missed the boat on that. And, and when I didn't perform as well as I wanted to in those tournaments, um, I started searching even harder, more coaches, different coaches, uh, you name it, reading books. I mean, I went through all the methodologies you can name. You know, I think um, I think The Plain Truth with Jim Hardy was definitely an influence on me. Hank Haney's book. I read Ben Hogan's book. I read Jack's book. I read Tiger's book. And, um, you know, looked at all the instructors that were out there at the time. Butch Harmon was very prominent as well back then. And, um, you know, pretty much anything I could figure – to get my hands on is, is kind of where I was looking. And I think what happened was that just kind of prompted my search um, to be a better instructor. And, you know, all of a sudden I woke up one day and I was like, man, I've actually got a little bit of knowledge about some of this stuff. So um, of course, then I became a golf um, professional. I turned professional and um, it was probably 2010 probably. So once I turned professional, I started focusing more on, on um, the business side of golf. I went to Arizona State for two years after community college. I met some great people from there and the team and, and um, 
you know, that, that kind of began my journey as far as a golf coach, for sure, is, is um, learning from all the different methodologies and then applying it for my own game, but then sort of test, test experimenting on, uh, on guys. For sure. So how many swing changes did you make throughout high school and college? Because it's got to be at least three, right? Yeah, I think the one thing Tiger and I always had in common was the amount of swing changes that I made. Tiger was slightly more successful at all of them. Um, but, yeah, as far as full-blown changes, when you talk about setup grip, um, the way that the shoulders work in the backswing, the arms work in the backswing, and then I think specifically the downswing, which was always my search. Um, and ultimately what I found was that was differentiating my ball striking at the time with uh, great ball strikers at the same size, et cetera. Um, so I, I, I would say, yeah, definitely three full swing changes within a span of, oh, probably five years. Yep. Fun to watch. <laughs> and then uh, I know since then it's been even more, you, you've made a few more and that kind of kind of led us to digging in a little deeper into golf instruction. And I remember one specifically where you were trying to do this method and you were in pain. You couldn't do it. You had, you had pain. And it's like, okay, you tried it for months. You committed, and it just wasn't getting better. You're hitting it terrible. You were getting injuries, and it's, we started digging a little deeper. Like, mm-hmm. it, we cannot force – there's no way we could force everyone to do this. Everyone's got different bodies, and this isn't getting any better. So why, why are people teaching these one methods when everyone's so different? So that's kind of what's led us here through our journeys. And I also went through a swing change once well, that I didn't end up going through with because I had never played worse golf in my life <laughs> after it <clears throat> went from being a draw player, hitting a draw my whole life to in community college, I was having a great year. I'd won two of our first like six tournaments individually, big tournaments. Right. And I went to, went to our coach who was a former player on tour for how, how many years is that? 20 years he played on tour. Mm-hmm. Lifetime and, member of the PGA. And yeah. And, and went through some swing changes that I just couldn't, I couldn't get to stick and it was bad timing. It was a good learning experience not to ever do that during a season <laughs> midway through the season. Cause I want to get better. But, uh, that, that was quite the uh, wake up call for me that, Hey, what I'm doing is working. Why am I going to change this? I have a repeatable pattern. Right. It might not look pretty, but it works. And yeah, all that's kind of led us to where we are today. I would say. Yeah, definitely. I think just to touch on your point about, uh, you know, one methodology, methodology and, and just sort of the uh, effect that it had on me. Um, you know, I, w- I would never talk any anything bad about any of the coaches out there because any of the coaches that do this for a living, there's some really, really great minds out there. And we've been, I think, really fortunate to be around them. I know um, I call several of them good friends. Um, but, you know, what's interesting is that it kind of goes back to our original point that Golf is a game for the individual. So which instructor works for certain people is going to be totally different for each player. And, and I think that's why we work well is because you have Ryan, who's more of a, a coaching style guy that's learning a lot more every single day and, and becoming very, very knowledgeable about how the golf swing and how the body works, um, but has always had a really good understanding of miss and missing on the correct sides and what's important, which is chipping, putting and wedge play for 
uh, pretty much all players if they're trying to lower their score. So I, th- I think it's a great point is if you're going to make a change in your golf swing, number one, understand that it is a long process. And hopefully my uh, trials and tribulations of three or four <laughs> swing changes in the lifetime that I've had will <laughs> kind of um, bring that to light for people. I certainly try to educate people whenever I'm working with them that if we want to make a change, we need to make sure that we know, number one, the proper diagnosis. I, th- I think that there's a lot of good information out there, but I think people self-diagnose too much, and I think that it kind of leads them down this sort of wormhole of, you know, they play good one day and then they get another Band-Aid because this was off, and then next thing you know, you're circling around just searching, you know, and I definitely did that. Um, before educating myself and getting help from a lot of different areas. But I, th- I think if you're going to make a change, you got to really understand why you're doing it. And so Ryan's a good example of that particular point where, you know, you had placed or won in, in those first couple of tournaments, and yet you were going through, and I remember, I remember the big change. And even at the time I told myself like, oh man, this guy's never changed his golf swing. I don't, I don't know how this is going to work. And, you know, we didn't know at the time just how much of an effect it can have on you in the short period of time that you're uh, competing at the college level and the amount of tournaments that we play. And so I think it's interesting that um, that you went through that. So I think, yeah, you know. the, the only reason I went through it at all is because I was ranked fourth in the state and that wasn't enough. I wanted to be number one. That's yeah. how competitive I am. And it was the wrong call looking back on it because who knows i could have got to number one with the swing i had going because oh, after that it, you know i went from hitting the draw to now have hitting cut shots and middle of a season that's really hard to trust so you know that wasn't the right call but looking back on it i'm, I'm kind of glad it happened because now i can make sure that any one of my students ever moving forward is doing it for the right reasons and we're doing it at the right time because that was not the right time to do it. So it was a good learning experience. Yeah, definitely. And I, you know, we can talk about our, well, I guess my shortcomings in the game and in some sense of the word, but I'm more excited and, and more um, thrilled to be able to help somebody accomplish their goals and not go down the paths that, that, you know, led me to some bad golf under pressure and uh, things of that nature. And I, I honestly feel like my game is even better than it was when I was practicing six to eight hours a day just because I truly understand my golf swing a lot more. You know, we have good days and bad days because that's the way golf is. It's a very difficult game. Um, but really understanding your golf swing is, is super important and that's why we're here. So we're going to give you yeah. guys some tips. We're going to bring some guys onto our show. Um, you know, probably some guys that you, you've definitely heard of before. Some guys that you haven't heard of before that are trying to make this journey through uh, the game of golf. And it's all in an effort to kind of share with you guys our own journey of, of what it takes to, to get better. And that doesn't mean you have to be an aspiring professional. We're going to have stuff for, you know, the majority of golfers, which is high handicappers and truly explain what it's going to take in order for you to go from a 25 handicap, you know, to whatever your goal is. So I think that's important. 
Yeah, this this by far will be the most boring podcast. I promise. <laughs> all, all the rest going forward, are gonna, we're gonna have some really good guests, and it's really gonna dive into stuff that helps you guys. Just for this first one, we want we want to let you know who we are, why we do what we do, but we're gonna have some cool stuff. Like Dan said, we're gonna dive into the mental game. We're gonna dive into some stretching routines that you can do before your round, after your round, all kinds of different stuff to help you guys out. Yeah, definitely, and I, I think. Um... You know, for the listeners that are out there, please send us your questions. We've been really lucky to be able to interact with quite a few of you. We're very uh, big on on Instagram. We've really enjoyed that platform a lot. And uh, to be able to help guys from uh, anywhere in the world has been really rewarding for both of us, I know. And we're only going to continue to expand that and really create a mobile experience for people so that they can get this knowledge from anywhere so hopefully you guys check that out and if you are in the Camarillo or California area uh, we're about two hours north of LAX in the airport so you know uh, we do have our website www.allsystemsgolf.com and then all of our platforms are at allsystemsgolf so hopefully we uh, get to hear from you guys and uh, let us know how we can help you Hey guys, thanks for listening to episode one on the All Systems Golf podcast. Really looking forward to next couple of episodes where we feature a variety of guests and experts in the game, professional golfers, and trying to bring as much value as we possibly can. So please leave notes in the comments below what you would like to see in future episodes. And be sure and check us out on YouTube at All Systems Golf. We've got a great YouTube channel with free videos for you guys. And then on any of the social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, it's going to be at All Systems Golf. We'll be having some big giveaways pretty soon. So we want to see you guys uh, super active on the channel. And let's uh, get better together.